0: Hello, and welcome to the Heaven Bound Podcast. My name is Jason Harden. I'm here with Roger Shouse, and we are opening the Bible in search of fuel for your spiritual journey. This is where we talk about life the way it was meant to be and what it means to be a disciple of Jesus in the 21st century. Thanks for joining us on the journey today. Well, this is the first Friday of a brand new year, and we like to take these Friday
1: Uh, themes that we do and try to build around a concept that will help us as we live practically for Jesus. And so for the month of January, on Friday, we want to talk about practical tips to read the Bible. A lot of people start the year off realizing, I just need to read the Bible more. And maybe they they kind of get scattered here and there, and you know, by the end of the year, they haven't accomplished that goal, and they feel kind of guilty and such things. And so what we want to do for the next four Fridays is just to talk about some practical things that can help you. And in doing this, we hope it gets you going in reading the Bible. And we'll talk about several things. So in this very first lesson, we're going to talk about getting your bearings, the idea of the environment or the setting behind that. From that, we're going to talk about next week, Lord willing, the context and looking at the Bible within the Bible and how its settings and such things as that. From that, we're going to talk about the need of prayer when we study our Bibles. And then our final lesson is simply putting it all into practice, the idea of application. We've read some verses, now what? And so so that's where we're going to go this month, and we hope you'll join with us as we get this going. And more than anything else, we hope it takes you to God's Word. Because that's the key. The more the Bible's in us, the better that we will be.
0: Yeah, this is a a nice compliment to where we were this past Wednesday as we revisited this past Sunday morning and introduced our theme for 2023. We are, as a church family, focused in on finish what was started. And Roger, you highlighted for us on Sunday morning anybody can start, right? It's easy to start and this first week of a brand new year lots of people are focused on starting a variety of things we want to try and help you get as much as you can out of this desire many of us have to get as much out of the Bible as we possibly can. Practical tips for Bible reading. Okay, Roger, you introduced getting our bearings is where we want to start. If you were sitting down, let's describe, let's say uh a hypothetical 17 year old and you're across the table you don't drink coffee but let's say you're you're drinking some water they're drinking some coffee and and they tell you I I just want to get started I want to be more dedicated to reading the bible where would you have them begin
1: well the first thing I, I would tell anybody would be your mindset or your attitude as you begin this uh, when Jesus was tempted in Matthew 4, he responded to the devil by saying in Matthew 4, verse 4, that man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Uh, Paul would tell Timothy that all scriptures inspired of God. So we need to begin the mindset that God has written the Bible and every single word is important. And that right there will will take you to a place that a lot of people have never been to before. A lot of people have learned just to kind of skim, hit the high points, read the first chapter, the last chapter, you kind of got the book figured out and just kind of let it go at that. And uh, I used to take the newspaper for years and years. That's how I'd read the newspaper article. I just kind of look at the headlines, read the first sentence, the last sentence, and that pretty much got figured out. And we can do that when we read stuff on, on uh, the internet, just kind of skim through that. And when we do that, we're missing a lot. Now, man's words don't matter that much. God's word does. So, so I'm going to begin this studying the reading of the Bible a lot differently than something else. So I'm going to carve some time out, number one, and realize, okay, I've just got to sit down here, and I'm going to open this Bible up, and I'm going to look at every single word, and that will help me.
0: Yeah, I, I think appreciating whose words these are is so very important. We know 2 Timothy chapter 4 teaches us that all scripture is breathed out by God I would couple that with some of those statements in Psalm 19 it helps us appreciate what this is that we are holding in our hands verse 7 it's the law of the Lord the testimony of the Lord the precepts of the Lord the commandment of the Lord the fear of the Lord the rules of the Lord, and really try and get that hypothetical 17-year-old to understand, this is good for you. It is good for me. Not everything that's good for you is easy. We'll talk a little bit about that as we go through this study. But you look at what is coupled in Psalm 19 with the way What we're holding in our hands is described. It revives the soul. It makes wise the simple. It rejoices the heart. It enlightens the eyes. It endures forever. It, it is true and righteous altogether. It's more to be desired than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. In keeping these things, you know, that's where this study will end keeping these things, applying what we're, we're reading, the promise is there is great reward. So I, I love Roger beginning with, okay, appreciating what we're holding in our hands. And, and
1: let me add to that um just just a couple takeaways because sometimes we have heard things through the years other people have said things to us I tell this to the 17 year old or 77 year old uh people have heard well the the bible's hard yeah. and and you just can't <laughs> figure it out or the bible's boring. And so if you begin with that idea, I mean, if you told me to sit down and watch a movie with you and the first thing you said is this is a boring movie, (laughs) I'm grabbing my phone. I'm out of here. You know, I mean, it's just you've you've already ruined it for me. And so, so one of the takeaways we need to understand is God never says that. God's word is exciting. And I mean, there, you, there, there's places in there. It talks about romance. There's battles. There's challenges. There's giants. There's all kinds of stuff taking place in, in this book. And to understand what it's all about and that's God speaking to you then you you begin with a different approach a different attitude and that that is so much and so i we really have to begin with that because if you start off saying i'm not going to like this and it's going to be boring it's kind of sitting down with my granddaughters and they're we got some green vegetables and they already said i don't (laughs) like green (laughs) first thing i tell them is pretend it's purple and then go for that (laughs) try try you know just but that, that's that's so important to you. Now, secondly, what I tell somebody is that you've got to carve some regular time out for this. This is not like studying a college book or a high school book, and you know I'm just going to you know read enough just to memorize enough to get through tomorrow's test. And by lunchtime tomorrow, I've forgotten it all. That does no good to you at all. This is God talking to you, and so. You need to have some habits here, and so some of us are morning people, and if that's what you are, get up early in the morning and just read some. Some are night people, and if that's the way you're wired, then before you call it the day, do a little bit of reading God's Word. It's not the volume. I've read eight chapters today. Well, that's great. What did you know about that? The more important is to read it with understanding
0: what God is saying and they speaking to you. Yeah, and I, just like with a regular time, building that habit, uh, making it a part of everyday life, I, it helps me a lot of times to also have a place right where it's not just scatterbrained here or there. If I it just try and fit it into whatever margins are left day by day and fit it in just, you know, little white space here and there. Rarely am I successful with this, but with just about any habit along these lines, you'll hear a lot from people who specialize in these things. Time and place really make a difference. If you can build a rhythm of life, like you said, if it's in the morning or some time in the afternoon, a lunch break, or in the evening, and it is... A particular place. I'm going to sit down in a particular room or a particular chair, and I'm just going to build this rhythm of, okay, this place, this time of day, this is where I'm going to focus on God and his word. That will go a long way into building a rhythm that develops into a way of life. Okay, let me go ahead and
1: throw out uh, this it's big concern a lot of people have. I hear it all the time. I don't like to read, yeah so <laughs> so so we're talking about reading the Bible, and here's somebody who immediately says, "I don't like to read anything, yeah. Well, what's the answer?
0: Well, there are a couple of different ways that I would try and dig just a little deeper. Okay. Um, You don't like to read. Do you read anything? And if you do, okay, what have you found that gets you excited about those things that you do read? Now, I I would hesitate personally to say you must sit down with a paper Bible, black ink, sit down with a leather cover. We need to understand and appreciate the fact that for... Many, many, many centuries, the way that people had their hearts connected to the revelation from God was by having it read to them. And so, okay, if you struggle with the act of reading, rejoice. It has never in the history of mankind been easier to have the Bible read to you. One of my favorite things to do, I use ESV.org, the website, or the ESV app, and both of those things will read to you for free. You can pick different voices. I listen to this beautiful... Irish accent, a woman in an Irish accent, often reading from the English standard version of the Bible. And so for someone who is struggling, I would recommend ESV.org or the ESV app for free. It will read to you But I do think it is important for us to grow in our ability to sit down and read texts for ourselves. Maybe I'm just spoiled. Maybe I'm just being lazy. And just because I don't, I mean, going back to your granddaughters with vegetables, just because I don't immediately in this moment enjoy reading doesn't mean that's, not the sort of thing I need to push myself with. Maybe it starts with just a very basic plan or revisiting a text from Sunday morning sermon or some key text that we're going to be talking about in Bible classes. From the standpoint of a parent, especially a father, dads, there are few things your children would profit more from seeing you do Than sitting there reading from an open Bible.
1: And and let me just add a couple things to that. Uh, I too like listening to the Bible being read. Uh, I like to hear it read while I'm also looking at the text. Yes. Because sometimes when you read it, you you, you just skipped over something, or the way somebody says it, you think, look at that. I didn't notice that. And that, that's a connection for you. That, that's a very strong connection for you. Now, now, something else we need to just put in here. Now, a lot of people use electronic Bibles. That's fine on your phone, on your tablets. I do that all the time. Get, get something that first of all is readable. Yes. Um, whether whether it's a printed Bible or something. If the text is too small, it's irritating to your eyes, you're not going to read it. So so get something that you can read. Don't be too proudful to say, "Okay, I need large print or jumbo print or whatever they call it. whatever you need you need." And because you're reading God's word and so get get a translation that's reliable. Get a text that you like to read. Uh you know that that format was where it's, whether it's uh, electronic or whether it's a printed matter, do that. Find your setting, get rid of distractions. Okay. So when I'm doing my daily Bible reading, my phone's in another room or it's turned off. Uh, if someone has died, then the, the fan can call me later on. Okay. I mean, life goes on, but, but I, I'm spending time with God. Yes. And, and so, so easy to say, Oh, my phone pings. Here's a text. Here's a, here's an email. And I'm drawn to that and I'm distracted and I haven't really focused in on the word. So, these are just practical things. But once you start this going every day, you start getting this rhythm, this groove, that will help you so much as you start going through the Bible, reading it and reading it, and after a while, it becomes real familiar. And and where we're going with this in this uh, four course here on, on these Friday studies is in time, you'll be able to turn to certain places, for instance, uh, Jesus's daughter in Mark chapter 5, I had someone refer to that to me the other day, and I knew ima- immediately where that was at. That's Mark chapter 5. I've read that, read that, read that, and it just sticks in my mind. I know that. And that's how a person becomes familiar with the Bible. You you go over a passage, and what you find out after a while is the Bible's a lot like an onion in a sense that you've read the immediate story, and you've kind of got it. Here's a parable. I understand this parable. Here's something Jesus did. I see that. But you go back over it a second time, and there's another layer you didn't see. And you go over it again a few months later, there's another layer. And it just seems to be endless layers over and over. And that's how our faith grows. And that's how we get depth with God It's because we start seeing things and learning things. And those things will help us. As you're reading God's word, you're going to notice words. You're going to notice words that are repeated over and over in a context, and we'll talk about that a lot next week as we talk about context. But what we're looking at is starting a habit and getting in the rhythm and doing this on a regular
0: basis. Yeah, if I could just build on exactly what you've shared, even in view of this weekend, Roger, I know you are bound to be like me from the standpoint of a preacher. There is nothing like inviting your audience to turn to a particular passage, giving them time to turn there, hearing those pages rustle in Bibles, or even seeing people who are using electronic devices, you can tell they're engaged, they're with you. If you want to grow in your knowledge of where the books of the Bible are, like you said, where certain things are laid out on on any given page, how to read the Bible, don't just be a spectator in that assembly, right? Don't just watch as other people are reading the Bible. Get that Bible turned on, activated, somewhere you need to be open where you need to be and read along with those Bible class teachers and preachers, those who are welcoming us to the assembly. Read with an open Bible. It's a good example for the people around you, but it is also an exercise to train you and teach you. Roger, I'm sure you're like me. There are passages that I can tell you what side of an opening it's on and where it is in that opening, simply because I've spent time with that open Bible. And anybody can do that, but we've got to open our Bibles to build that capability. So what we've been talking
1: about in this first lesson here is getting the Bible that is readable to you, whether it's electronic or a printed version, finding the time, uh, whether it's morning, noon, or evening, a regular time, a regular setting, watching your distractions. Don't let them kind of take you away from God's Word. Satan's going to try to do that all you can. But then, most importantly with this, is have a plan. Yeah. Bible's a big book, so if you just randomly open it up, and read a chapter and close it. Tomorrow, I'll randomly open up to another thing and read it. Well, you'll learn some things, but you're not getting what the story is all about. Each book has its own story. Each passage has a reason. And so there are multiple, multiple Bible plans. This congregation puts one out. Uh You can just start in the book of Genesis and just read straight through if you want to start with Matthew, read through the new Testament, but whatever it is, come up with a plan and say, I'm going to stick with this uh, to the
0: end. And that will help you as you grow in your faith. Yeah, having a plan is absolutely key, especially if we want to get this year started off right. And as our theme is going to emphasize all year long here at Charlestown Road, finish what was started. It's hard to finish. Without a Plan. I'm looking forward to this series. Roger, I appreciate you kicking it off with me, talking about getting our bearings. It may be that you've got some practical questions along those lines. Please don't hesitate to reach out. It may be that we fold in some of your questions into this ongoing series, but I'm looking forward over the course of the next few Fridays to exploring some more practical tips for Bible reading. Roger, thanks for joining me today. Thanks to all of you for listening to the Heaven Bound Podcast. Maybe now is a good time to mention here, first Friday of the new year. If you have found this podcast helpful and you've never left us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you access, Rating and reviews go a very long way to helping others discover what we're trying to do here. If you found this particular episode helpful and engaging, and you wouldn't mind sharing it on social media, we would so appreciate that. We hope it's helped you set your mind on things above, giving you a little more fuel for the journey. Always remember, when you're walking with Jesus, you're heaven bound, and the best is yet to come.